Hello and welcome back into Making Better Bites podcast. It is your host Adrienne and I am so glad to be sharing this episode with you. Today my special guest is going to be Mel from Temp Drop and she is just going to be sharing with us about what the Temp Drop product is and what fertility awareness method she kind of teaches through them which is using your basal body temperature and how those two things pair together, and what basal body temperature um, is in general. So she has a lot of really great tips and information to share, and kind of her background on how she got started in fertility awareness and what it means to her. So I'm really glad, like I said, to share this episode with you. Um, I do want to go ahead and give disclaimer. Of course, as always, this is not intended to be any kind of specific medical advice for anyone. Um, Always go to your trusted healthcare professionals that are in your life and know your health history before making any changes or decisions regarding your health. And I forgot to mention as well, come find my social Instagram page. We have one for the podcast now, which I'm so happy about. And it's just at Making Better Bites Podcast on Instagram. And there you can participate more in the podcast, we can connect directly and um, you can be involved in the making of the podcast, I guess. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get into the interview today. Okay, welcome back to Making Better Bites podcast. It's your host, Adrienne, and today I am joined by a special guest, Mel, from TempDrop, and we're going to be discussing today um, the TempDrop device as well as um, using your temperature as a method of fertility awareness, or as in addition to to make <laughs> fertility awareness, I guess. Um, but she's going to explain the ins and outs of all of that and what that means. So thank you for coming today, Mel. Thank you for having us, Adrian. It's very exciting. Great. Um, so first, we'll go ahead and jump into the questions. And can you explain how did you decide to become a fertility awareness educator? Um, yeah, so the progression began, I suppose, when I discovered fertility awareness myself. Um, a few years ago, I was trying to get away from hormonal birth control. And through my digging, I just happened to stumble on fertility tracking um, as an option. And then the more I dug, the more it made sense, the science behind it. And so we jumped into moving away from hormonal birth control, started to track my cycles to identify my fertile window and then avoid that. But what it did for me um, was it improved my health overall. And that's that's kind of was the changing point, the clincher for me to to dig deeper and then understand how much menstrual cycle hormones impact our whole health. And that, you know, kind of drove me to want to help more women learn about this. So, yeah, and then discovering that there was this whole fertility awareness community online um, and then there were were such things as fertility awareness educators. Um, I started to work for TempDrop and then got my certification later just just in order to be able to help educate women about cycle tracking, hormone health, fertility awareness. All right, that's awesome. And can you explain then to the listeners, what is um, basal body temperature and how can you use that to assist in tracking and charting your cycle? So basal body temperature is like a base or a sleeping body temperature result. 
Um, so you, you want to capture a resting body temperature result. And if you do that every single night while you're sleeping, catch that low temperature level and plot that on a chart, you will be able to identify when you ovulate because after we ovulate, we produce progesterone and progesterone has a warming effect on the body. So if we're tracking our temperature daily, we will see after we ovulate our temperature rise slightly. It's not a great big jump and that's why we need that baseline, that low temperature level to just capture the, the very subtle difference, the little jump in our temperature. Um, so yeah, basal body temperature is, is just about tracking a sleeping temperature, resting temperature every single day. And then across our cycle, we will see the pattern to let us know when we have ovulated. Okay, that makes sense. So is it, um, can you tell us then about what the temperature, about how much is the temperature change that you likely would see? Yeah, so generally the first temperature that rises, the first what we call a temperature shift is at least three or four days of temperatures that are all higher than the previous six. So you're tracking along and then you will see this little jump that's the first day and then if that continues to rise or stays elevated then we have our temperature shift after three or four days so the first temperature mm. needs to rise by at least 0.1 degree fahrenheit or about 0.05 celsius and then mm -hmm. the third temperature we would expect to get to at least 0.4 degrees fahrenheit above the previous six so as you can see it's not a lot some women it can it can get a little bit higher but it needs to be meet that minimum value. So, yeah, you you know you're only talking half to one, one one degree um, difference. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that's very small. Mm. Um, so, how does the temp drop device then help with um, people who are um, using their temperature for charting? Yeah. So traditionally, when this method was discovered way back, you would need to use a, a traditional oral thermometer. Um, a BBT thermometer is a little bit different in that it reads to the point, the 10th degree. So it needs to be a BBT thermometer, but an oral version of that. So what you need to do is because you want to try and catch that sleeping or resting temperature, you would need to take your temperature as soon as you start to wake every morning. So for some women that might, or most women, including when I started with an oral thermometer, it would mean setting an alarm because you you want to capture it before you fully wake yourself naturally. So you might set an alarm for early in the morning. As soon as that alarm goes off, reach for your thermometer. You need to put it in your mouth for around about a minute or so, depending on the th thermometer. Don't move, don't get up and capture your resting temperature result. Now, in addition to that, when you're doing it that manual way, you want to try and have, you want to try and capture that result after you've had three decent hours sleep. So. You want your body to be in the most resting state that it can be during that night. And of course, that's challenging for many women, isn't it? Like if you're not a good sleeper mm -hmm. or if your sleep gets disturbed in that three hours beforehand, if you miss your alarm, there's lots of things that can make traditional oral temping difficult. So this is where TempDrop comes in. TempDrop's a wearable sensor that you turn on, wear overnight, and it takes thousands of readings over the course of the night and the algorithm filters through all that and gives you a true sleeping temperature. So it, it just takes all the stress away from BBT tracking. 
Yeah, that sounds so nice because um, when I was first deciding on going with like fertility awareness for like how I wanted to track and chart my cycle, um, I've never used temperature. And that was like the big barrier Mm. to me when I started was there wasn't a product that I knew of like that. And the idea that I don't know how tedious it feels (laughs) and like it's like if you miss this window or if you move too much or whatever, you don't sleep well enough, you're going to miss out. So I really love that idea from TempDrop that they're going to take care of tracking that number for you. Like takes so much of the stress out of the situation. Yeah, absolutely. And I remember when I started tracking, um, like this was before TempDrop was available, it Mm -hmm. even disturbed my sleep because... I'm a good sleeper, but the stress of worrying about when I was going to wake to take this temperature, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I kept waking up and then checking the alarm. Oh man, it's not time yet. So, you know, that, that in itself, some women could just give up because it's like, I mean, I, I persevered through it and eventually got my rhythm, but for some, that's just, that's enough in itself to just not even try for, for a period of time. Yeah, I think that would be me. That I I get that way. Like if you think about like when you have an early morning flight to go somewhere, and it's like yes. you, you know yeah, exactly. you have to wake up at like three o'clock in the morning, and it's four o'clock in the morning to leave, and it's like the fact that I know, and if I miss it, I'm out of luck for my flight. So then I don't sleep yeah. the whole night. Yeah. So exactly, yeah, that's yeah. really helpful for that. Um, what would the benefits be then of adding basal body temperature to tracking when you are wanting to practice fertility awareness method? Yeah. So fertility awareness methods, you know, can encompass, encompass tracking a number of different things. So for example, some women learn to track their cervical mucus only. So, you know, there's certain methods out there where you track your cervical mucus you're looking for peak fertility based on the cervical mucus. And then when that, you know, the CM dries back, what we call dries back to a non-fertile type, then we can identify, look, that should have been ovulation and and that's our cycle. But um, for some people, they might try to ovulate multiple times during a cycle. So your cervical mucus will let you know when you are trying to ovulate, when your body is gearing up towards ovulation. And that cervical mucus may dry back for a few days, but then if that ovulation event wasn't successful, you'll notice another patch of cervical mucus come along. And for women, especially with with things like PCOS or irregular cycles or postpartum, that can happen multiple times and ovulation isn't actually successful. And you're kind of stuck in this position where you're like, oh, was that patch of cervical mucus ovulation or not? Same applies with LH test strips, which test luteinizing hormone in the urine. Yes, you can get a positive result and that tells you, yes, I should be ovulating in the next day or so. But how do you know that ovulation attempt was successful? And this is where temperatures come in. So if you add them to your tracking of multiple symptoms, you will see... If temperatures rise with that ovulation attempt, like, you know, just when CM dries up or just after you've had your positive LH test, now you've got that extra sign to help you confirm that ovulation was successful. So that's the real benefit is like you can more confidently confirm that ovulation has now passed and close your fertile window even quicker sometimes. Okay, that's really interesting because I never thought about that. As someone who has a really regular cycle, it's not really affected me, but I hear Mm. other women talk about um, having irregular cycles 
and oftentimes, obviously, your um, your ovulation is the driver for what your cycle will end up being, how long it is, and mm-hmm. that kind of thing, whether or not you ovulate. Okay. So um, that could be really frustrating, especially like you're saying with PCOS and those kind of um, illnesses that you think you've had all these signs that have shown an ovulation, and typically. What people say is like, well, you can't confirm it unless you've had an ultrasound or something like that um, done. Mm. But this sounds like you can use your temperature to then um, see that your body has actually gone through mm-hmm. completed ovulation. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So it's just it's just an extra sign you can track at home, and with Temp Drop you can do that so easily. But to give you right. confirmation that this ovulation attempt was successful. Um, and then in addition to that, you can also use temperatures to track the length of your luteal phase as well, which you said is, you know, it is important because we can pick up if there's issues. But, but yeah, that's the benefit of, you know, added in. Do, we're not saying don't track those other symptoms. Definitely do. Right. <laughs> we, you know, right. we promote track multiple symptoms. But add, add, mm-hmm. adding the BBT is just going to make that ovulation confirmation much easier Mm -hmm. yeah that makes sense and it's the more information the better especially when you're trying to um, I talk a lot about people trying to figure out their cycles and when they're just learning Mm. and it's all new to them and they don't know how to talk talk about it maybe to their providers their doctors and that sort of thing so the more information you can bring to those appointments um, the better (laughs) like all of the different yeah, the better. better. The quicker you're going to get diagnosed and get help and all of those things. So Absolutely. I like that. Um, so we kind of mentioned like PCOS and like irregular cycles, but who do you think specifically would benefit from using a temp drop product or is it really good for everyone? What what would you say? Yeah, well, of course, you know, we say everybody <laughs> should be tracking their temperatures. Yeah. Um, anyone who is ovulating or trying to work out their cycles like you said perhaps you're transitioning away from hormonal birth control you're not quite sure what's going on you've got irregular periods you know tracking your cycle is going to bring so many benefits um, to you but temp drop obviously is going to help women who traditionally wouldn't be able to track their oral temperatures like we talked about you know um, yeah especially if you're a shift worker if you're um and you know suffer from insomnia if you've even perhaps got little ones that wake you regularly during the night there's just all of those aspects are taken care of with temp drop and if you're just like me I mean like I said I have very regular sleep patterns but the idea of using an oral thermometer for years and years and years day after day after day who needs it I don't need to be waking at the same time every morning (laughs) for Uh -uh. weeks months years when I don't have to yeah, definitely not. Um, okay, so maybe you said this earlier and I just missed it, but can you explain with the temp drop, you said, so it takes your temperature in the night and does it make sure that you've been asleep a certain number of hours yes. or is there multiple temperatures or how does that work? Can you explain the actual temperature taking that occurs? <laughs> yeah, so the algorithm, the painted and patented algorithm, which is our secret, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, that's our, mm-hmm. that's our key to temp drop. Um, basically, what happens is it takes thousands of readings all night long while you're wearing it and then it also has a motion sensor so it works out when you're asleep and when you're not so it's got multiple sensors it's not just a thermometer and okay. all of that information all of that raw data together will um, be able to identify when you 
are in your best sleep of the night. And then it also learns your patterns over time. This is the other part of the, it's smart technology. It learns your norms. So if there's a, a change, for example, to environment temperature one night, you know, you're getting this, this temperature from your skin. It's, it's an auxiliary artery temperature, but it's from outside mm -hmm. of your body. So environment temperature can impact that. Imagine if it's the first night of winter and you throw a blanket on. Well, the algorithm can actually filter through that. It can work it all out because it knows your norms. It knows when something's changed. Um, so that just makes it even better to make sure that the temperature you receive is the most accurate it can be. Okay, that makes sense. So that's nice then. It's much more accurate than just taking your temperature. Yeah, and, and, it, and it means... Hoping for the best. Yeah, it means you don't... You know, when you take your temperature um, manually, you only get one shot at it. You know, you only get right. one chance. And if that, you know, that temperature is skewed for some reason, then that's mm -hmm. it. You don't get a temperature for that day. Whereas with TempTrop, it's got, you know, all those thousands of data points to choose from. So it's like you get multiple chances, but it's going it, to, you should be able to get an accurate temperature every night. Mm -hmm. Um, so what would you say are the benefits then of using um, fertility awareness then over like synthetic hormonal birth control or maybe an IUD? Well, obviously synthetic hormones of any sort are disrupting mm -hmm. what our body naturally should do. So, um, and this is something I didn't realize when I first discovered fertility awareness is, is those hormones that we produce throughout our cycle, primarily estrogen and progesterone, have a massive impact on the rest of our health. Now, hormonal birth control shuts down ovulation. Well, most of them do. Shuts it down, stops mm -hmm. it. So it's, it's, you know, disrupting the signals in your endocrine system. It's actually stopping your body from doing something that it's naturally designed to do. And then what that means is when you don't ovulate, you don't get your natural progesterone. And progesterone has whole heaps of health benefits. Um, so obviously, you know, anyone that's been on hormonal birth control will probably attest, as I did, to just how much it did affect my health. And then once I got away from it and then my body's doing what it naturally does, the health benefits are so much more. You know, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and that's and it also allows you to be in tune to your body so that you can, as we like to say, live in sync with your cycle or live in sync with what your body's doing. Because once we understand that after we ovulate, we are going to feel differently because there's different hormones at play now dominating. So we might feel more withdrawn. We might, you know, not feel as productive. We may not have as much energy. We may want to eat more because we need more carbs then. Um or more calories then. So once we learn to live in the rhythm of our cycles, we can live better lives is the reality. And we can also understand, like this is a big part of what I love about cycle charting, is when it's not all in balance well, we are going to get, you know, more PMS symptoms, for example. Um, so, but then when we're charting, we know why. We know why we're mm -hmm. feeling like we're feeling. And then mm -hmm. we can deal with it better. We can cope with it better. We just know, oh, this is just a rubbish cycle. Or like my last cycle, I had, you know, a death of a family member and COVID and a funeral. 
all in my follicular phase and of course by the time I got to my luteal phase it was atrocious <laughs> because my body reacted to all that and it just right. wasn't great I, I just you know progesterone production was terrible but I knew why I knew exactly why mm -hmm. and I also kind of expected it because I've come to know my body so well I came to expect that and not expect too much of myself during that period of time and then able to communicate that to my husband for example or you might be able to communicate mm -hmm. that better to your workmates your friends your family in order to be you know live live more in sync with your cycle so that's another benefit is you just become so aware and so in tune with yourself mm -hmm. yeah I think that's definitely what I love about it too mm -hmm. um just that you just you just know what's going on and you can sense it and and there's always a reasoning and kind of an understanding that you wouldn't have if you weren't keeping track just because there's so many changes, like you said, that happen yes. um, with each phase. Yeah. Um, so then with using um, like using the temp drop, using your temperature, doing fertility awareness, that kind of thing. When you combine it all together, is there going to be a learning curve or a time period of learning your fertile window and charting when you're using the temp drop as um, like in addition to all of that? Yeah, so temp drop itself, the temp drop sensor, um, it initially has a 14 day early learning phase. Remember, we talked about how the algorithm learns your norms. So just for that mm -hmm. first two weeks, it's all about the learning rather than the algorithm actually filtering out those variables. So, so just kind of where if you do buy a temp drop, expect that maybe the first cycle is not going to be, you know, may not be clear. Some women it works perfectly just out of the box, but for some it takes a bit longer. It depends on your, your personal patterns. So, so give it that little bit of time. That's for your temperatures. Um, but if you are just learning fertility awareness for the first time, then mm -hmm. it's best, always best to give yourself at least three cycles, ovulatory cycles, um, to start to really get a handle on what's going on. You know, your first cycle, mm -hmm. don't expect that you're going to understand it all because at first it can seem a little bit overwhelming. It might be a bit confusing and it takes that little bit of patience to wait for the ovulatory pattern. <clears throat> you know, we might be inclined to look at every day, your observations of that day and just try and work it out. What's happening today? What's happening today? But the reality is we have to wait. We have to be patient because it takes a couple of days to confirm ovulation when it actually does happen. So you've just got to kind of wait for that pattern. And then, you know, once you see that pattern, a nice ovulatory pattern in a cycle, then give yourself another couple of cycles to, to really start to understand your norms because everyone's different. And if you've got irregular cycles, obviously that can be a little bit more tricky, but that's where it's great that you can reach out to an instructor or an educator <laughs> if possible mm -hmm. because then you've got somebody that you can bounce off, you know, continue, you know, you've got your cycle buddy as it were to go what do you think's happening and get more insights. So. So yeah, give yourself time. When it comes to learning fertility awareness, give yourself time. Um, but it's so worth it because it's it's a life skill. It's something that's going to help you all through your life once you understand hormones and what they do and living in sync, like we said. And then even on into the menopause years, you'll have a much better understanding of how hormones work and what to expect. Yes, absolutely. So with... Um 
talking about all of this, a lot of times people think of fertility awareness. It gets compared with birth control um, and thinking about how to avoid a pregnancy and that, yes, these can these are methods that you can use to avoid a pregnancy, of course. Yeah. Uh, but how can cycle tracking help when you're trying to actually conceive a baby? Well, conceiving is all about timing because we're only fertile for around about five to seven days in every cycle. Um you know, that, that fertility window is quite small. And to understand where our fertility window is, we need to identify when we're ovulating. For, you know, even are we ovulating first up? That's what you need to know because bleeding or a period does not mean that you've ovulated. So first of all, you've got to figure that out. Am I ovulating? And then when I, am I ovulating? Now I can narrow down my fertile window. So when it comes to conceiving, timing is everything. And if you're tracking your cycle, um, tracking cervical mucus, tracking your temperatures, you're going to be able to pinpoint that fertile window with accuracy and know that you're getting your timing right. So that'll maximize your chances of conceiving. Absolutely. I've heard that a lot of times doctors won't want to look at... um having trouble with infertility or conception unless it's been like at least a year but that Mm. when you're using fertility awareness too it can really cut down on that time and you can um, pinpoint like the symptoms and things that you should be looking at where the trouble might be if you're trying to Mm. yeah that's right if you can go to your um your doctor or your healthcare provider and say look i i know that for the last six cycles i have hit the fertile window perfectly and i still haven't fallen pregnant well, now maybe they'll agree to do some testing sooner, some hormone testing. Yes. And then, as you said too, it can help to identify some issues. For example, if the luteal phase, the time from ovulation to end of cycle, is less than 10 days consistently, well, that'll give you an idea that perhaps your progesterone production is not good. And so then you can go to your healthcare provider and say, can I be tested for progesterone? And in addition to that, it can help you time the blood tests properly because you want to test progesterone for example around about seven days after you ovulate now if you're somebody who has long cycles and you're not ovulating until say cycle day 25 the traditional 21 cycle day 21 blood test is not going to be helpful to you because you're testing before you Mm -hmm. ovulate so at least then if your healthcare provider is willing to give you um, the request for the blood test you can hold on to it once you've verified your ovulation at home, you can wait seven days and then go in and get your test and know that it's done at the right time for the greatest accuracy. Yes, absolutely. Um, so I have one more question for you before we wrap up then. What is your favorite thing about using fertility awareness? Oh, I suppose I've kind of already touched on it, but for me, it's about knowing myself. That's my favorite thing about using fertility awareness as an individual, just mm-hmm. just understanding where I'm at, why I'm feeling like I'm feeling, understanding when when it starts to, you know, the balance isn't quite right. I've come to learn the changes that I can make to improve that. Um, so I, it's not it's not like I'm stabbing in the dark and going, oh, I should try this, I should try that. I can actually see in my charts if something's benefiting me or I can see if something's having an adverse effect. So it's kind of like mm. this this monthly check-in, <laughs> monthly report card, or every cycle is a report card back to me, and it helps me 
be more empowered and it helps me um, you know, make better decisions, not only around my fertility, but around my overall health. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love that. I feel the same way. Um, so <laughs> thank you so much for coming on today. I love having an opportunity to talk about fertility awareness and um, coming on talking a little bit about this hemp drop so that people can understand that device as well mm. and how wonderful it is. It can take a lot of stress away from those temperatures. Um, so yeah, just thank you for mm. being a guest. Yeah. Oh. Mm. And in addition to temperatures, one thing I didn't mention is the sense um, temp drop is actually a two part. Yeah, sorry. It's a two part product. So you've got your sensor that you wear, the wearable sensor you wear overnight, but then you also have a charting app. So we talked about tracking multiple symptoms. You can track Mm -hmm. all those symptoms in one place in the charting app. So it automatically puts the temperatures in your chart, but then you can also track your cervical mucus, your LH test, whatever other symptoms. So it is a two-part kind of all-in-one charting solution. You've got your sensor and then you've got your app as well. Okay, well, good to know because it's nice that you can have it all in one area too. Yeah. It makes it a lot easier to keep track of everything. Yeah. Um, also, TempDrop was so kind to give me a discount code for you guys to use. So I will put that also in the show notes so that you can either just click the link or use um, the code at checkout so that you can get um, money off of um the device if you're interested if you've enjoyed and are interested about what we've been talking about today so thanks again mal for coming on today and talking about all of this and thanks to our listeners for joining as well and i hope that this has helped you to be able to make better bites have a great week